Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the last session in the five-part Living the Dream series. This series was taught at the Victory Worship Center in Harrogate, Tennessee. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick began the session entitled The Palace Test by reviewing the previous sessions and teaching us the three P's that we will have to deal with. Then he read his text taken from Genesis chapter 41, verses 33 through 40. In this session, Brother Rick teaches us the six ways that we can receive power in the kingdom of God, including the story of how he got started in missions. Then he'll bring us the two ways we can qualify for kingdom promotion and the first of three practical things that we can do to position ourselves for advancement. And now, here's Brother Rick. Because how many of you know you're never going to appreciate the destination if you don't understand the journey? Everybody talk about your harvest. Nobody even checks on your seed. They don't know where you come from. They just know where you are and they want that place. Amen? And so what you got to understand is, in the kingdom of God, power, position, and prosperity only increases your responsibility and accountability. How many of you know, higher you go, it don't get easier. <laughs> it gets worse. Luke chapter 12, verse 48 says this, For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall much be required, and of whom men have committed much, Of him they will ask the more. Oh, listen, with responsibility in the kingdom. See, we want in the world, we want to achieve some kind of level of status where we don't have to do as much. Wow, man. (laughs) I mean, those in the kingdom of God, it it don't really. Because if you excel in the kingdom of God, you got to serve more and more people asking you stuff. That's what he's saying there. Everybody's talking to you about stuff you ain't even known about. Why is we? Why are we doing it? I, I didn't know we was doing this, <laughs> and I sure don't know why. People pulling daggers on you, and you didn't even know you was in a fight. You have no idea why. Outgrowed you. I get so tickled. People come to me and actually think I know the answer to something about our ministry. I don't know. But I thought it's your ministry. It was one time before it got carried away. Now, I don't know. Talk to somebody else. I don't know. I don't know the answers to that stuff. And people ask me stuff. I, I don't even have the basis for conversation. I don't have the basic principles to even look sensible. People say, hey, let me, let me ask you about your website. Did you know the first website I ever saw was mine? <laughs> I'm not about no website. I couldn't turn on a computer if you pulled a gun on me. I don't even know how to get to my website, much less explain it. <laughs> my wife takes my emails, prints them off, gives them to me. I flip them over and write a response. I don't know how to send an email. Just thought I'd help you. 
The more you grow in this thing, the less you know. But people keep asking. See, what you got to understand is from the creation of time, God desired you to operate in authority. The first thing he said to man is let him have dominion. God wants you to have authority and power. Do you understand that? But he wants you to understand how authority works. See, in a single day, it looked like Joseph went to a top position in Egypt. How many of you know it took 13 years for his overnight success? <laughs> I get so amused. <laughs> How many of you understand there ain't no such thing as an overnight success? And see, we want to race to the top without any work. How many of you know even a mosquito don't get a pat on back till he goes to work? How many understands you're going to have to do something? Had to help you there. How do you receive power in the kingdom? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because, see, God has what I call the laws of paradox. Forget the idea that you can take what you did in the factory and use it in the church. It's a different kingdom. Okay? And you can't get there like you got there at work. It's the power of paradox. Let me see if I can give you these. Number one, if you want authority, you can only get it if you come under authority. That's a law of paradox. In other words, you got to submit in order to have authority. Boy, that seems weird, doesn't it? In fact, can I just go a step farther? Your level of authority will equal your level of submission. Anytime you lose your submission, in the kingdom you'll lose your authority. I'm going to cue you for an amen. amen. Number two, if you truly want to live in this kingdom, you got to die. I got nervous there when Bishop started stealing my material. Talking about dying to the flesh. How many of you know? How many of you know the problem with a living sacrifice is we keep crawling off the altar? We don't want to die, man. We're squilling, screaming, heel marks in the dirt. We don't want to go there. But your level of spiritual life will equal your level of death to the flesh. You better know that's true. And die to your own self. Here's another paradoxical statement. If you want to receive wealth, you got to start giving it away. <laughs> That goes against the idea of get what you can, can what you get, huh? Because if you're going to get wealth, you got to start by giving it away. Don't make a lick of sense in the natural. But how many of you know we're not in the natural, we're in the supernatural? Here's another thing. If you want recognition, you've got to be willing to work in obscurity. Oh, it is honingly quiet, isn't it? I'm hoping he can't say amen because you're chewing. You can't talk with your mouth full. But I said, if you want recognition in public, you've got to learn to serve in obscurity. He's got to call you to solitude before he puts you out as a trophy. Boy, this was tough for me to learn. Did you know I was passing a church of 300 and God spoke to me said, I want you to go to work for your father. I was making $700 a week went to work for him for $250 a week. Not a great business decision. I was preaching many, many times a month, laid my Bible down for six years, served him in a room with no window. And people come and ask me, Pastor, how'd you get where you got there, Brother Rick? I'm going to be honest. I was working in a room with no window, went to get a diet coat, and ended up in Kenya. I'm telling you the truth. Went to get a diet coat. 
on a break time in a room with no window. Met a man in the hallway. Stuck his finger in my face and said, when are you coming to Kenya? I'm thinking, there's no plan. Ain't coming to Kenya. You see, these snakes in Kenya. I don't like snakes. Name the snakes, they're cobras. I ain't coming to Kenya. And I remember looking at this guy saying, what happened to hello? You could have just said hello. He didn't point his finger. Tried to summon me to Kenya. I didn't have a word. Now, that's strange for me. I didn't have a response. So I went in to get my Diet Coke, and I thought, I'll wait on him. Come out, and I'll explain to him that I train pastors and leaders. I don't do mission work. Thank you, but no thanks. Got my Diet Coke, went back out in the hallway, come back out, pointed that bony finger at me again, said, I want you to come and train my pastors and leaders. Again, speechless. Then he walked to the door and pointed that bony finger again. I wanted to break that finger right off his hand. But he pointed that bony finger and said, you will come. Out the door he went. I did go. And I've been in 40 nations of the world since. How did I get there? I got there because I learned to serve in obscurity. And God brought me to notoriety. Are you hearing me? If you don't know that solitude time. Y'all got to listen faster. I got to hurry up. If you want recognition, serve in obscurity. Here's number five. If you want promotion, you got to humble yourself. <laughs> James 4.10 tells us, doesn't he? See, Joseph met the criteria for the kingdom and its advancement long before he rose to the second chair of Pharaoh. You don't get there unless you come down the path we're talking about. Listen, it takes a milkweed just overnight to jump up. And it takes a day or two for it to burn up. But an oak tree is going to take you a little while. And if you think you're going to raise to bend an oak tree overnight, got a Chinese word for you, fooey. Let's look at the next thing. See, it's important to remember that position and power and prosperity in the kingdom are given for a reason, a purpose. Not just so everybody think you all that in a bag of chips. It ain't about that. See, the purpose is to serve other people in their walk with the Lord. See, anyone that desires these three things, other than the purpose of serving, does not deserve them. I often say to pastors, if somebody's wanting a position, they're not qualified. Y'all pastors ought to gave me a good amen there. I said, if you got somebody wanting the position, more than likely, they don't deserve it. So many people come in, I'll go to your church if you'll make me. I'm going to move along unless I get assassinated. But how many knows I'm telling you the truth? Yeah. Got to set the purpose. In fact, let me just go a step farther. If you don't have the purpose of God, you don't deserve the provision of God. Provision comes with a purpose. Well, let's look at how to qualify for kingdom promotion. What do you say? Here's a scripture that I think is very important. It's found in Psalm 75, 6 and 7. It says, For promotion cometh not from the east, nor from the west, or from the south. But God is judged. Everybody say, but God. And he puts one up and takes down another. Give you a couple of statements. Number one, if man can appoint you, man can disappoint you. <laughs> I've been both. 
Let me give you a second statement. If God appoints you, ain't enough men or imps in hell to disappoint you. I'd rather him appoint me in due season than to receive appointments out of season. I'd rather have the favor of God than the favor of man. See, there's some practical things, and that's what I appreciate about Brother Ronnie's presentation this morning. There's some practical things you can do for promotion. I want to give them to you quickly. Number one, if you're looking to operate in a greater level of power, or can I use the word influence, then you've got to learn to recognize and honor the authorities that be. If you want a greater level of power in your life, and may I just add, power is the force. Authority is the right. And you can be a powerful person, but if you don't have the right, your power is useless. And so if you're going to operate in authority, you have to recognize those that are in authority. Now see, recognizing authority means you recognize all levels of authority, not just the authority that is over you. You know, we don't understand agreement. Can we, can we kind of illustrate some agreement here? And what it means to actually recognize authority. Bishop, come here a minute, buddy, if you would. And I'm just doing this for just illustration. This has nothing to do with order or any other thing. Brother David, come here a minute. But just stand there on that second step. And Brother David, you come in and stand on that first step. But, but let's, just, uh, let's just talk about how this thing works. Because, see, what happens is, if you don't recognize every level of authority, you forfeit your authority. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitful life.org. Thanks for listening.